genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one um, dying soldier at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today uh, we're talking about Minute 125, uh, which starts with Gandalf saying, do not give in to fear. And it ends with orcs jumping out of the siege tower that has just landed against the wall of Minas Tirith. Yep. What a place to end for a month. Yes. <laughs> on the on the very precipice. Yes, of literally. Combat. Yes. I mean, there's been some fighting. It, it's about to be infantry fighting. Yes. Not volleys and these giant magical beasties. Right. Just yeeting men everywhere oh they please. God. Okay. That so... is a hell of a fall. Um Do not give in to fear, Gandalf says. Yes. And what do they start doing? Everywhere. I, can you blame them? <laughs> They're not following orders. <sighs> Whatever. I'm sorry. If there were, like, not... Okay. One Nazgul is bad enough. There yeah. are nine of these guys. And they're flying. Well, one of them's gotta be Dave, and he's nothing to worry Dave. about. Dave. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was just... But you're also discounting the fact that Dave has a Hellhawk, so, uh... Right. The rest of the re- eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, the other eight, other eight Nazgul Was are it, just did like. Did we name him Dave? Yeah, Dave. I don't remember. Just Dave the Nazgul. Okay. Dave the Wraith. Because <laughs> I don't want to go back out there, guys. What? You get one of these. It'll be fine. It's not like the horse. It'll be fine. Right. It'll do all the work for you, Dave. You you don't even have to be that scary. It's plenty scary for you. I don't like swimming. I. Re- I never took swimming classes. Right? That was a really bad day for me. <laughs> I just I just need some more time to rest, guys. You're right. There are so many orcs that jump out. Or, not jump. They but... get knocked out of that siege tower. Yeah. And then the next shot of the the Hellhawk uh, wrecking that trebuchet. One of those soldiers, I swear to God, hits the ground the top of his head first. Oh, yes. He does. It's so gruesome. Um, And there is a very well-placed... um other soldier phi or whatever in front of his head because I like watched his trajectory and I was just like, Oh no. Oh no. He's dead. Spiked as they say in the wrestling business. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Just the top of your head down. You've been spiked. I love um, Gandalf being like, don't shoot at the towers. Shoot at the trolls. Kill the trolls. He's, he's like, He's like, come on, really? He does sound a bit frustrated with well, them. Yeah. Don't shoot at the towers. I think shoot it's, the trolls. I th- Kill them. I think it's just also because he's trying to be loud. Yeah. Also, the kind of raspier voice that Ian McKellen does for Gandalf just sounds frustrated all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's on brand for him. Yeah. I mean, as as we were kind of talking about earlier this week. This little section here is Gandalf being a little more Gandalf the Grey and a little less Gandalf the White. Yeah, absolutely. It's time to be a a wizard of action. (laughs) And not of words. Mm -hmm. 
Though he is saying a lot of words. Don't give in to yes. fear. Okay. Also, where's your magic, Gandalf? I'll try. Shines yeah, for real. Like, come on. Help the help these dudes out. If Saruman could throw a fireball, and you are now greater than Saruman, come on, let's you go. You have no excuse. Gandalf has no excuse for not slinging magic missiles everywhere right now. Right? Or lightning. Anything. Well, lightning, he's standing next to, like, dudes in, like, tin cans. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Anything, Gandalf. Anything. Where's your light bright? Where's your light bright? I mean, yeah, he uses the mat. He he used the magic before. He's gonna use it again soon. Spoilers. He's got to recharge, I guess. He's got a long, long recharge time. It's dumb. He's waiting for his ability to abilities to come off cooldown. No way. He should be like. <sighs> it's like I got like ten more seconds to my ultimate. God. Ha ha ha. Gandalf should be Hold doing on. more. I am sorry, but Gandalf should be doing more. Right, but that's... That might be an unpopular opinion, but, like, it's my opinion, so... <laughs> Even if it's ineffective, just, like, seeing him do something would be... Would, would be nice. Would be... Would, like, bolster their spirits. Well, right. I don't know if it was... It would be ineffective. Um, also, whatever. Just like Gandalf ice one of the nine. Who cares? For real! For real. Just not the Witch King. It just can't be the Witch King. That's it. That's the only, only thing. Just can't be the Witch King. Man. That would have been... S- yeah, I feel like Gandalf should be doing more. Yeah. I really haven't had a problem with it up until now, but like, dude. We know you can do more. We've seen you do more. Yeah, this is this is like um this is one of the ways in which the the prequels uh of of Star Wars kind of changes the way you look at the other movies is when you watch the first Star Wars movie and you're just kind of like, "Obi-Wan, why are you doing more?" What do you mean? Like, with all the Jedi powers you see them use across, like, the stuff in the prequels and the Clone Wars series. And oh, then it's like, uh, Obi-Wan is just kind of, like, sneaking around, <laughs> doing his own thing. In, um, in, episode in Star- four? Yeah, in, in A New Hope. It's like, there's a little bit of it well, for me now when yeah. I watch that movie now where I'm like, Obi-Wan, why are you doing more? Because <laughs> he's an old man. He's an old man. And they, they didn't have the... Gandalf's an old man, have the special but, effects. like, he just came back. Like... He should be recharged. He should be refreshed. Right? He's just reincarnated. For real. He gets to spend spend some time in the spa. He has some of that, that, that energy. Yeah. You know, we don't know how he spent... Expend it. He spent an entire life being Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now he's back. Ha ha. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's why he doesn't do anything! Right, he's not doing anything! <laughs> he's just shouting words. That's why he doesn't do anything. My goodness. But yeah, so yeah, Gandalf could be doing more. It'd be kind of nice to see a little more magic. That's that's one of the only things that I I think translating it to film they could have done is be a little flashier with the magic here and there. Mm. Um, you can't go too far because then I think it makes it stop feeling like Lord Lord of the Rings at a certain point. Why? Because Lord of the Rings doesn't really have all that much flashy magic in it, like the story of the of the Lord of the Rings. There's there's all kinds of crazy stuff in the Silmarillion. Yeah, but there's not a lot of flashy like. There, there's not really any, like, flashy big stuff in the story of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Mm. But it'd be nice, like, on the big screen to see a little bit more magic since you have the opportunity. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I agree. But yeah, uh, should be doing more. You can go too far with showing magic, like um, the Harry Potter movies in places. But that that is maybe an unpopular opinion with some of the stuff that goes on. I don't, honestly, I don't even remember. The tidal wave inside the Ministry of Magic in the fifth movie. 
What? Dumbledore and Voldemort's fight at the Ministry of Magic oh, in the Order of the Phoenix movie. That is like is, crazy. That is like, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I still remember being like, what? Huh. Harry Potter magic is different, though. Yeah. Because, like, with Harry Potter, especially with the first couple, like, Harry is an outsider, so, like, all magic is wondrous and flashy and magical. Right. (laughs) Of course it's magical. magical. But But it doesn't have, it doesn't start to really feel larger than life. It doesn't feel larger than life in a lot of places in, in those movies to me until the... The, the later half of them mm. where they kind of start going a little crazy. And I think that that was to the detriment of some of the storytelling of those later movies. Interesting. But I haven't seen those in forever. So um, I, I mean, have I have an opinion about it. I have only seen all those movies each once, except for the first one, which I've seen like four or five times. The third one is a jam. I need to rewatch it because I hated it when it came out. Yeah. I mean, so did I, but I was 14 and stupid. Right. <laughs> um, as, so, as we all were when we were 14. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's, then after this trebuchet thing, the Nazgul also picks up these like three or four other guys. There's four. And just tosses them from one of the higher walls. Yep. Down, down into, into the, the first layer of the city. Where, where Pippin is. Poor Pippin. And, and that is a... I have no idea how far of a drop that is. Watching those guys, well, if the physics of Middle Earth hold true to our Earth physics, you someone can, can figure it out by counting. Yeah, how, counting the seconds. How high it is by take like counting how long it takes for them to hit, to hit the ground. Yeah. Um, but that's not a math problem that I want to solve. Mostly because I don't enjoy solving math problems. But right. also, I don't want to know how far these guys fell before they died gruesomely. If you want to, in D&D math, uh, because the math is simplified, although relatively close to terminal velocity in the real world, I think. Uh, in, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder, the first six seconds you fall, you fall 500 feet. And then the next six seconds and every six seconds after that, every round, you fall 1,200 feet around. Which is, I think, pretty close to terminal velocity. Is like twelve hundred feet in six seconds. That's really fast. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's like stupid fast. Like if, you know, the numbers are all like evened off because we're trying to do quick math in in like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Yeah, um, five hundred feet, huh? In the first round, and then twelve hundred right. feet every round after that. Right. So you're falling at like eighty feet per second the first five seconds, and then um, two hundred and fifty ish feet per second after that. No, 200 feet per second after that, every every second. They, uh... Oof. We never even actually see those guys hit the ground. Uh, you see one of them hit the ceiling, or the roof of that building, and it's very uncomfortable. It's like a good three, four seconds of them falling. It, yeah. And then... Well, sucks to be them. <sighs> Poor guys. Because they're plucked from, like, the fourth or fifth ring wall and tossed. Yeah. So they are, they are quite high up on that. Mountain peak. Those Nazgul, man, or the 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 Nazgul birds, the fell beasts. Yeah, they're um, they're malicious. I'm gonna call them Nazgul birds and hellhawks forever. I'm not. I'm not gonna use Nazgul the term fell beasts. <laughs> rest of the rest of this movie, they're Nazgul birds and hellhawks. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> this is hellhawk erasure. <laughs> they're hellhawks. Team hellhawk. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you know the 
We get a couple more shots of trolls pushing these siege towers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a note about the Siege of Gondor is that in order to separate the feel of the battle from Helm's Deep, they tried to limit how many bows and arrows you see. To make it feel like a distinct kind of fight. Interesting. So that's one of the only uh, shots of of soldiers firing bows and arrows is in this little section with the siege towers approaching. Yeah. Because they just wanted to give it a different dynamic, even though in this sort of siege situation, we should, we should see a lot more bow, bow and arrow work yeah. from Gondor than we do. Uh, they just wanted to make it look different, so they kind of shied away from it. They just showed us the one establishing thing of, well, of course, soldiers firing at the siege towers, but then we're just kind of moving on from there yeah. into the battle. Uh, also, they made the conscious decision to make sure that this battle all happens in, like, fuller light instead of doing, like, scenes at night and stuff and, like, going back and forth. There is some stuff where it's a little dimmer, but... Right. I mean, yeah, because the sun is being obscured. Yeah. So there is there is some some stuff that's, like, darker in this in this fight scene, but they tried to... Fight scene, battle scene, but they, they did their best to make sure the light was always brighter than it was in Helm's Deep. All that sort of stuff. That makes sense. Because they want to... They don't want people to directly compare the two battles too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to to a certain degree because they're inside the same trilogy and stuff, but they wanted to keep them as, as distinct in people's minds as they could. Which is also part of the reason why all the soldiers in Gondor that are part of the battle are wearing the really shiny armor. Yeah. Because it, it also makes separates them looks it. Dis- look distinct. Yeah, that's another reason for, like, some of Gondor's design and why it, it is what it is, because it gives them such a distinct look from... Uh, Rohan, that when the battle scenes get going, right. there's never any confusion. Like, if you were to just see clips from the movies. Right. Like, what movie is this in? Plus, it's not raining. Right, and it's not raining. <laughs> right, there's not thunder and lightning going on. Bring the bring the lightning and thunder, Gandalf. There's no Haldir here. Right, no Haldir. No elves. Nary an elf in sight. Mm-mm. Not even one. Just a wee not hobbit yet. who gets knocked, knocked over. They also had to be... Uh, they had to scale back how big pieces of, like, the foam set they were going to have fall on people. Because some of the initial ones that they built were uh, big enough that they actually were heavy enough to hurt people when they fell. Oh my god. So they had to, like, scale back on them. <laughs> I think this it's... big block we made. Oh god, it's dangerous. It's, in the, it's, either, in the, it's either in the cast <laughs> or the design commentary. They're just like, uh, this, I think it's in the cast commentary. I think it's, I think it's Billy Boyd is just like... Talking about talking to Wed and being like, I think some of these are too big. Have you tested how these feel when they fall? <laughs> like, how's that? How's that? I think. That's funny. You wouldn't think that this stuff would be all that heavy, but when it gets big enough, it is heavy. Yeah, for real. Especially if you're, you know, supposed to just like lie on the ground and take it. <laughs> it's just landing on you. Even if it's like, like even 10 pounds can hurt if it lands on your chest. Like when the yes. cat jumps out of the window in the morning. Absolutely. Yes, that hurts. Though I think because of the cat, it's like the points of... Right, it's concentrated on like two points when it first lands on right, you. Right, like yeah. But um, yeah, because there's less surface area. So you get all of the force behind the yeah. tiny little beans. <laughs> beans. They're deceptively strong A beans. Murder mittens. Yes, those... That's my favorite term for cat's paws, <laughs> by a, a pretty considerable margin. I like peats. Murder mittens. The little, low peats. You know what this trilogy needs? Some cats. Some cats. There are, there are no cats in this, in these movies. There is. There's a cat. Where? In the, in, um, in the Prancing Pony. That, there's that's the, a ferret. No, there's a cat. There is a cat? Yes. Shut up, really? There's a cat. You see it on the bar. 
Oh my god. It's like looks at the camera and looks away. Oh. Unless I'm totally imagining it I now. I feel like you're imagining it. There's that. a cat All in right. the prancing pony. Alright. While we're on hiatus, I'm gonna find the cat. <laughs> okay. It's like it's the only thing in a shot, like when they first go into the bar. Huh. Okay. Alright. I maybe my brain is just like, there's a it's totally a cat. And it's not. But I'm I'm seeing a cat <laughs> in my brain, thinking of the whole prancing pony. What color is the cat? Uh, ta- uh, tortoiseshell? Oh. But, like, long hair? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. I think. I think. It's got, I think it's got yellow eyes. There's some dogs. We need some cats. Yeah. There's a There's dog. There's a ferret. Is, yep. Is it just a dude with a ferret There's in the bar? There's eagles. Yep. There's whatever the hell the hellhawks are. There's hellhawks? <laughs> well, clearly they're hawks. From hell. <laughs> like a hawk out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Meatloaf starts playing. Right. He gets very confused. <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. Breaking out of my body and flying away <laughs> like a hawk out of hell. Uh, um, What else did we want to talk about before we leave? Oh, okay. So there was... um, We haven't discussed this yet. Um, and there isn't really a discussion. It's just something that I feel like we should mention. Yes, because... Uh, there's a there's an individual associated with the movie that we have not mentioned on the podcast no. at all. Um, and I feel like I would be remiss to not mention um, the fact that Harvey Weinstein got sentenced to um, how many years? Like 20 something? I think something? it's 23 years in jail. Good. He should rot in jail. Boom. End of discussion. Yep. End of discussion. It's it's very unfortunate that these movies um, are tied to his like production company and everything. Um, Yeah. But he got what he deserved. Yeah, for real. But anyway. Yep. I wanted to bring that up before we <laughs> got too far away from it. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's an important piece of news that it is. is movie adjacent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he deserves it. Yep. 100%. So <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to wait off my chest. <laughs> it's just like, mm, we should address this, huh? We should right. address the holy font in the room. Right. Um, so, anyway, we're from the website, DuelingGenre.com. Um, check us out there. If you're looking for more um, Movies by Minutes content, you can have... Um, there's at least ten others on the site mm-hmm. to go check out in our hiatus. It's not going to be very long. It's going to be, like, what? A month? Uh, a little over a month. We're coming back at the... Five weeks? Six weeks? Five or six weeks, yeah. So, um... If you uh, need something to tide you over, check out DuelingGenre.com or MoviesByMinutes.com, where most of them, if not all of them, have been curated by um, our friend Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minute. Right. Thank the maker. (laughs) We talk about Star Wars enough, so if you haven't listened to them, go do it. Yeah. They're really funny. It's hard not to talk about Star Wars. And Harry Potter. And Harry Potter. Like, because... Um, Star Wars is, is barely science fiction. Like, they're really touchstones of, like, nerd culture that there's just lots of similarities to. Yeah. One, you know, and Star Wars and Harry Potter are stories that both came after Lord of the Rings, and there's probably some amount of influence in both of them in very different ways. Yeah. So, there's that. Because, I mean, Lord of the Rings is was just such a ridiculously influential story on pretty much all like science fiction and fantasy after it. Right. So, um, but yeah, sorry to leave you guys hanging, um, but we need a break. So (laughs) 
Yeah, we do. We will rejoin. Uh, especially in these trying times. We will rejoin uh, this battle um, and figure out what happens to these soldiers um, in a few weeks. Yeah. Take care of you guys. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Uh, stay, stay safe. safe. And we'll wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> we'll be back. Bye. Bye.